T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. So there's um there's a topic, which there's always a topic in our business that um that uh you know if, if you're doing it right, that folks around the listeners, they all get a little sensitive, right? They all get a little sensitive, and uh, right now... I know now, you hate that. Well, well, look, I mean, right now, it's, I actually love it. That means we're doing our job, and, and, and we're, we're triggering folks. Good and, point. And we're not doing it with hot takes, and, and, and in my opinion, I don't, I don't, I'm not that person. I don't like to do it. I'm not a hot take guy. Uh, but if we can move some folks emotionally by, by some opinions, I think it's a, it's a good thing, right? It's a good Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Well, one of those topics right now is um, Nico Collins. Right, it seems like after after one uh, good year, which it, it was a an awfully impressive year. Nico has got him on fire. Yes, baby. yes, that that is you are absolutely right, um, Andre. It, it look it, it was a, a an impressive year by Nico Collins on several fronts. Statistically, it was it was unbelievable. Um, you know, you, we're talking about a guy that that obviously led the team in receiving. Um, Talking about a guy that that uh, when given the opportunity, hell in, in the postseason, uh, did well. But Nico Collins had 80 catches, 109 targets, roughly 1,300 yards, averaged 16.2 a catch, had eight touchdowns, had a long of 75. So you know he can go over the top and 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 make the big play. Actually, did that in the damn playoffs, I believe. But um, nonetheless. There's uh there's a conversation to be had about what the Texans should do at the wide receiver position. And we had this conversation multiple times and and it stirs we kicked the ant bed if you will on social media. Kick it. And over there on the text line. And it got me to thinking, Ron. And the conversation it generally just just you know it's is Nico Collins a one receiver, right? And so I'm I'm listening to I'm I like get up on ESPN. I like it's a good show. I like the way they rotate guys through there. I, I like the guys they have and gals they have on there. They do a tremendous job. And the topic of conversation, Ron, was Josh Allen. And obviously, with Josh Allen, you're either talking about you know the lack of championships, or you're talking about turnover to t- touchdown to turnover ratio. Um, but this particular conversation was about should the Buffalo Bills should the Buffalo Bills get more help for 
Josh Allen. Get more targets for Josh Allen. Find more playmakers for Josh Allen. And one of the guys on the set, and, and here, by the way, this was not a topic that was, uh, this was not something that was drummed up in a producer's meeting, right? No, 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 no disrespect. Damn, Ain't nothing wrong bro. with producers. Um, but this wasn't something that was sat around and discussed, right? This just came out organically in the conversation. Mobile. They're talking about Josh Allen, and all of a sudden, one of the former players says, "Is is Diggs still a one? <sighs> is Diggs a one receiver in this league?" And whether you agree or disagree on Diggs being a one, or you agree or disagree that the Bills need to get help for Josh Allen, either way, the question was posed by folks that are highly paid to cover the NFL is basically do they need to go get somebody that's a legit one because Diggs may not be that guy anymore. And I said, all right, to hell with Buffalo. I don't care what your answer to your question is. But if we can have that, if they can have that conversation about about Diggs, about Stephon Diggs, we can damn sure have that conversation about Nico Collins. I mean, Stephon Diggs has put up some big numbers. Stephon Diggs has has been considered a one for for a while now in in Buffalo, and it just immediately made me, Ron, think if that conversation can be had, then is Nico Collins a one? That's not a crazy conversation. Should the Texans make a move and be aggressive at the wide receiver position, even though they have Nico and Tank, that tells me that this is that's it's not a crazy conversation. No, it's not a crazy conversation, but um I mean Nico Nico was just a lot better player this year than Stefan Diggs. Like, I mean, Stefan Diggs, this I mean, he hadn't had a hundred yard receiving game since October fifteenth. That's the last time he had a 100-yard receiving game at that point. So, like, with, with Stephon Diggs, it's damn sure a conversation. And I think with Nico, it's a conversation. I think with Diggs, it's a conversation because, man, we've seen a real dip, and there ain't no way that you are the lead receiver and the guy that we're looking at all the targets, and you go from all, October 15th till the last game they played January 21st, and you ain't had over 100 yards with Josh Allen as your quarterback. But also with Nico is, I think it is very, very fair because I feel this way about a lot of players. I feel this way about CJ as well. I think it's very fair to say, hey, this is one year. Let's see what it looks like when teams start to look at him more and when teams start to look and potentially game plan to try to stop him more, let's look at it. It's one of the things that I have gotten a better feeling about for him because I do think down the stretch Cleveland, Baltimore tried to game plan for him and he still was able, the Colts, and he was still able to get his numbers. But I think it is extremely fair to look at and say, yeah, I'm not not 100% sold that you could just pencil in and say, yo, we got a one in Nico and – we don't need to go and, and, and explore getting guys uh, that could be better than him. So I, I, I that 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 is that is very very fair. Yeah, look, I, I mean it's now his number. His numbers look like a one, but I think it is very very fair. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the, my, that's I, I guess that's where my point is. Is it's one year, 
the numbers are great, right? Um, but the reality of it is, is that the Texans, if they want to make a make a run in the playoffs consistently, if they want to have a chance at a championship, they need to be pursuing and aggressively pursuing a wide receiver. And and I that, like that's just not a crazy conference. It, it's it's the stronger side. Oh hell no, you don't need that. Nico's the one. You don't need you don't need to do that. Go get this this and that. That that is not that is going to be a major mistake by this football team if that ends up happening. And and I just it, I don't know. It just it spurred me when I heard that conversation. I'm like, damn, Stephon Diggs, like you just said, a bad season. He didn't have 100 yards. He had 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns. I mean, still this season, he's four or five years into a thousand. And I look, I'm not. By the way, I'm not he saying. Really t- yeah, he tapered off. Look, yeah, look, yeah it, it, would, it got rough for him at, at late, at late this season. But in no way, shape, or form do I think that that's like, oh, all, because of that late, late season run, all of a sudden now you need to question whether he's a one or not. I'm saying we, we, it's fair. Let me, let me. I like it. I'm saying it's fair to, to question, not because of that late season run. Just do you need more to go beat Pat Mahomes? Is Diggs? No, you need you need to go get more, more help. For, that's a fair conversation to have. Just like it's a fair, it's a very fair and real conversation to have. Yeah, here. I don't think the Texans have Jamar Chase. I don't think the Texans have. Uh, we talked about it, Mike Evans. I don't think the Texans. I don't think the Texans have T. Higgins. I don't think the Texans have. Uh, you know the Tyreek Hills, the Justin Jeffersons, the Devontae Adams. I don't think they have that. But I'm at, I, I, I'm curious your thoughts with Slowick, with CJ, and with Tank there being in. in in the in that space as well, if they were to get a serious running back, a serious weapon like at, at running back at the running back position, do you think they need a one? Yes. You still yes. think they need a, a number one receiver and that they wouldn't have enough. Absolutely. Absolutely. They they need wide receiver wise, they need to they need to upgrade Again, whether it is it is a T. Higgins type of player that stylistically brings something different to the table, and now you have that guy at the at the the quarterback's fingertips if he needs that, um, or it is a true blue first tier Mike Evans type of player. Yes, yeah, a- absolutely, they need to make that move. See, that's where that's where I think me and you differ a little bit. I, I don't know that I'm a hundred percent convinced that if they were to get let, let's say the name we've talked about, Saquon Barkley. If they were to get Saquon Barkley, now I do think they need to add to the receiver room. Like you can't walk around here and say Robert Woods is going to be our third receiver. You can't walk around here and say Noah Brown's going to be our third receiver. Right. I do think they need uh, additional receiver help. But if they were to get, you know, another weapon at, like a big time weapon at tight end or at running back, and you add an upgrade over, you know, Robert Woods and 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 and, and uh, Noah Brown. I'm not convinced that they need a Jamar Chase or they need a a one like that. If they added another another one back there in the backfield, because that because I look at the Lions, I'm like, do the Lions have a, the Lions should be in the Super Bowl? Do the Lions have a one? Is do you count Amon St. Brown as a one like you're talking about? But what they do have is Gibbs in the backfield, which is another big-time player, Laporta. They have, uh, you know, a tight end. That That's my only thing is, I think right now, 
if you said a one, yes, because they just don't have another weapon, you know, another weapon right, that, right, that, right, right. that is really productive. I'm just that that's my only hang up on it. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I, I wouldn't argue them to, to go and get all of it, but that's just my only thing. They just it feels so much that they needed it felt like they were so short in the playoffs, a weapon, and I, and I wonder if if they added that weapon, does it have to be at the at the receiver position? Yeah, look, I mean, you could always. I just don't think the 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 tight end is like you're you're not going to be able to draft a kid out of Georgia, oh, right? Yeah. There, there's not a to 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 a lot like the tight end conversation. I think you got to upgrade at the tight end position. Whether it's you get a guy that more athletic, that's more athletic, or you get a guy that's that's better in the trenches and a better all around player. But I don't think you're, there's a superstar out there that you can go sign in free agency at the tight end position. So that's off the table. That's not an option. The two spots where you can potentially get significantly better and sign game changers is going to be wide receiver and the running back position. And I, and I I personally believe that you got to do both in, in order to in order to 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 not get. The door's blown and you off got of it, you. And you got it number one level at both. Like, for you, you're like, you got to get Saquon and Mike Evans. No, 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 no. I, I, think, I think Okay. No, like, I, at the wide receiver position, I believe it's either – I think it's a tier one guy like Mike Evans is what I would do, but at the very least, it has to be stylistically like a T. Higgins guy that is, at, at the very least – Something that – Something that different. the other guys don't bring to the table. I, you've got you've got to have a guy at some point in time. This is – it's crazy. And this is what – this is why I pause, right? It's not always going to be as clean as CJ Stroud and Bobby Sloak made it this year. Like when when it's not when when the game plan's perfect, anybody can run a post and get over the top. When when the game plan's perfect, anybody can sit in that not anybody. Let's I'm not but but I mean it's a lot easier to accumulate stats. It's not going to consistently be that way with Bobby Slo- Like, I would be willing to bet you right now, and, and I, I would have to go back and check the game stats and the box scores and all that, but I would say that there were 50% plus of the games this year where, I mean, the game plan was spot on. It, it was almost like Bobby Sloak had the damn had the defensive game plan, right? I, I just don't believe it's going to be that easy. Like, it's, it's, too, it's too good to be true. It's not going to be that easy – Move, whether it's people figuring out C.J. Stroud a little bit, finding his weaknesses and play into it, or it's people figuring out the tendencies of Bobby Slowick and play into that, it's just it's just not going to be as easy as it was this year for the Texans offensively. And and I think you're going to have to – you need players now to where when it's not as easy – I'm not saying it's going to be as ugly as it was against Baltimore, but when it's not as easy, we just got guys that can flat-ass go play. Right can can make us right that can that can go make plays and I, I just don't believe you have those guys uh, in in the house right now. Tank Dale's got some of that in him though. I mean Tank Dale's a guy that you could that you can just throw a little a little bubble screen to and, and next thing you know he's forty yards down. Now he's a guy that I think consistently can do that can make guys miss. Um, but I, I don't know. I, yeah, I think I think you need you need one of those guys. You you need somebody out wide that's a, that's an upgrade. It's either even even or better than excellent. Excellent said Nico's a younger, faster version of Mike Evans. Yeah, you're dead ass wrong on that. Um, no, let's not did. get carried away. Though. I mean, look, that may look Come ten on, years Tyler. ten years from now that may that may end up being true. But that that is a I guarantee you ain't betting no money on that right now. I mean, that's that's a great text, but I guarantee you ain't betting no money on that right now. That's uh, 
That's that's pretty. Anyway, Mike Evans was at the uh, Rockets game last night. Yeah, it was. Uh, sure was. You think D'Amico may may have uh, may have hollered at him? Said, "Come by, come by NRG. Let me holler H-Town, at you." I'm back. Had I been, um, had, had I been Nick Casario? Well, no, he's he's in Mobile where you should be. If I were <laughs> God, one I of the guys, yeah. If I were Nico, I'd D'Amico. I'd have, I'd have, I'd have got my uh, Rocket Connect as soon as I saw him on TV and tried to get on down there. Ease down there. That would have been mm-hmm. that have stirred the pot a little bit. Would have been huh? a hell of a move. Yeah. Come on, but, home, I, Mike. but if I would like, if I was Bobby Slowett, I'd just be two rows behind him. <laughs> just stalking him. <laughs> just two rows hey, behind him. Hey, Maybe accidentally a, bump into him on the way to the bathroom. Yeah, get every time he get up, I'm mm-hmm. tailing. That'd have been a, that'd have been a great pick. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Let me get this next beer, bud. Hey, I know you. I know Ron. I know you got you a new outfit. You got your new outfit for Vegas already. I didn't get an outfit. I just, you know, added a vest. The showman. I, I, I just saw a little something. I just Jeez. saw a little something. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get from Vegas. Ooh, you getting something? You see, uh, Mike McDonald. You see his introductory press conference. Uh, oh, oh, buddy's cool as he's. Is he? Oh, he's cool as outside of pillow now. He, uh, he's in a hoodie, sport coat combo. And it, and it, it is. I got one I, of them. I typically don't like the big bulky. Because most of my hoodies are big, bulky, so I can't wear a sport coat over it. Mm-hmm. It is a very thin um, hoodie underneath a sport coat, blue on blue, and it's clean. It's casual. Got some black pants on with it, black shoes, white white soles. Um, Banana Republic, man. Tyler, I'm going to tell you a little something. Yeah. How'd you do that? The, the two men on this side of the glass? Yeah. We can't shop at Banana Republic. I mean, I don't really shop there, but I do have what you're talking about, and I remember I got it from uh, Banana Republic. I do have a shirt from But we don't, we don't. We're wasting our time in a Banana Republic, Bob. What do you mean? I mean, have you seen their little models that stand, that stand in the oh, uh, deal? Oh, I see what you're saying. They're built a little bit more like you. I mean, me, me and Ron, I mean, like I, I, Banana Republic may not go above a 36. <laughs> I mean, it's been four years since I've been in one of them. I can't help you there. I'm a 30. So... But I think I may put that together, boys. You're a 30. Mm-hmm. That was ninth grade for me, Bob. Never seen it. When I graduated <laughs> high school, I was a 28. You, you got out of baby clothes. Never, you never a saw 30. a 30. Never. <laughs> well, you did at some point. You had to go through a 30. Never. <laughs> never. I think never. I'm going to pull it off. Bob. I've never seen a 30. Yeah, You could rock it. I think I'm going to pull it off for Vegas. I've been thinking about See, I like that, though. Man, I've been thinking about spike, doing something spicy. Well, I mean, yeah, blue on blue, and it's not real spicy. Know, it's more I'm, of a casual kind not, of a West yeah, Coast vibe about, I got. I'm thinking about spicy. I was thinking about getting a full dicky suit, and then I was like, but that's probably not it. <laughs> right now where I am in my, my journey right now. A full, a full Hold dick. on, show. I'll never forget uh, uh, when Denzel Perryman came up to that, to that podium in that full all-black dicky suit. I said, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ow. Did he? Oh, if you, if it, I was in there, I, I think I, I commented on it before I, before I asked my question. I said, you serious? Oh, in a post-game this year? Oh, I said, you're serious with that, with that, with that dicky suit, ain't you? Got that gold chain rolling in there, too? I, that's what I'm thinking about getting. So I gotta, I gotta give me a gold chain for a gold chain. That, that'll, that'll change the game right there. If I go ahead and do one of them, get a gold chain. All right. Um, I was just getting to a point, fellas, where I was actually okay with Jake Myers playing center field for the Astros until we started talking through it pre-show, and now there, there's one thing that is actually frustrating me because. I knew it doesn't make sense, but now it really doesn't make sense. We'll discuss that coming up next. Welcome home. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Pitchers and catchers will be reporting before you know it. Astros will get their season started, and uh, that'll be here. Yeah, we'll be looking at opening day before you know it, and... Right now, it looks like Clint, the center fielder for the Astros for opening day, will not be Chaz McCormick, will not be Mauricio Dubon, will not be the guy under the bridge. It will be Jake Myers. Where it looks like it's going to be Jake Myers as he's going to get the shot at center field. And I, and I look at this and I'm thinking, uh, honest to God, I, I, just your opinion. You think that's a Joe Espada decision? You think Joe Espada, who sat on this bench and watched this team last year? I, I, I just thought about, because I, I cannot believe in any way if Dusty Baker was a manager that that Jake would just be given this center field job right now. I, I like I, I, I would find, I, I think there, there would be something else happening right there, especially coming off what happened in the, in the postseason. But I just, this does not feel like a move that Joe Espada. It feels like. It feels like a Dana Brown it move. Feels, it does. It feels like a Dana which, Brown move, which is like. Huh? I don't I'm not, I don't know that I'm mad at it. You're not? I, I don't, I mean, look, obviously, white boy Chaz, or, or even at this point, I, I'll yield to Dubon in, in center field. I, I think those are your better players. You'll come at me about white boy Chaz. And I don't think that's going to change. I think I personally, oh, think that's I personally believe that's going to hold true. This appears to me to be a Dana Brown. Now I believe Joe Espada's in, in on the conversation and, and and all in on 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 the situation. But this appears to me a Dana Brown. Hey, by the trade deadline this year, we need to know who in the hell Jake Myers is. Like forget the like forget the rotation of Jake getting a little bit of run here and and obviously a three man ro- it's been a three man rotation in center field for two plus years now, right? Forget that we're gonna call we're gonna name him the starter, give him the confidence, let him play center field. The only time he rests is literally on a ret when he needs a rest day, and he's gonna be our everyday center fielder. And we're gonna give it an extended period of time, and we're gonna see if this kid can become what. All his what his prospect tells us he he we thought he was going to be, and 
If he does, great. If not, then we've got a very clear picture of we need to go a different route in center field. We need to do something different in center field moving forward. Whether that's an aggressive move at the trade deadline or it's next offseason, you you acquire somebody. But that's a position where at this point in time, I believe because there's no there's nothing else that tells you Jake Myers should be the center fielder. No, I, that, there's that's nothing. A, the only thing is, and I think you made a point there, uh, and 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 the drive family can jump in on this, Tyler as well. Do you think that Jake has gotten a fair enough shake to be to to, to be, I guess, taken serious what he can do in center field? Do you think he's had a long enough period in center field to say? All right, now we know what he is. Because th- that point there to say, all right, we really believe in Jake, but we've just never just let Jake just have. You you said earlier, all star break. Yeah, like it just has Jake been given enough opportunities? I don't to think. Show? I don't think anybody's been given enough opportunity. Uh, yeah, I, 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 we, we've talked about this multiple times over the last two years. Like I, I, I think I've Jazz been, has. I, actually, I think Jazz and Dubon have have, have shown. In the period of, of time that they no, I think they've shown, but I don't I don't believe either time. have been treated fairly as it pertains to and look fair. I hate to say the word fair because nothing's fair, but at the end of the day, like that rotation stuff of a guy never knowing whether he's going to be the center fielder or he's not is you know what's the, what's the situation center left DH bench what are you going to be like I'm cool with it for Dubon because Dubon is a super utility guy and that's who he is and that's where the other guys are outfielders and and it's like. Nobody can ever settle into a routine. I think White Boy Chaz was on the verge when he when he had that injury, whatever happened with his back or whatever, and then it turned right back into this rotation again. And I just don't, especially when you're when you've got young players that you're trying to figure out who they are and how good they are and how consistent they are and and what do they look like when they're in a groove. And and in that meantime, Ron, they 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 go into a slump, which all baseball players do. Um, it's just. I would imagine at that level it's very difficult to put your best foot forward when you're constantly getting jerked in and out of the lineup. And I say constantly, I just mean week to week. I think I think th- I think 3 months or what what would that be? What would that be, Ron, to the trade deadline? 3 3 months? Trade deadline. What would we say that? Is that August 1st? Yeah, August 1st. So that's uh, that's every bit of April, May, June, July. So every bit of 3 to 4 months. 4 months, yeah. I mean, yeah, like to me that would be like I think you'd have a pretty good idea of of who Jake Myers is at that point in time. Do you think you would need that much time to have a pretty good idea if he's the guy to 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 hold down center field? I don't I don't think that I need any more time right now. <laughs> but I mean I like I, I'm not I hadn't well, seriously I hadn't, what are they seeing? I don't know. That, that's my point. Is like that's I, the part that we haven't me. even seen flashes. There, I mean, we talked about it before, and Tyler tried to Tyler brought up a you know a, a week or two week window of where he did some positive things, and I, I don't remember exactly when that was, but I do remember what he's talk what we're talking about here. Um, but even then, it's just like there's nothing there's nothing there that's just overly convincing of like, yep, this is the dude that we're gonna ride. Like I, I haven't seen that. I've seen more out of Dubon, and I've seen more out of White Boy Chaz in center field that lead me to a place to go. Now that guy right there, I can ride with. Yeah, I, I I remember a stretch, and this was hell. The last time that I remember Jake really showing promise was Lance was healthy. <laughs> no, and, and like I, and I'm not even trying to be a jerk about it, but Lance was because they got injured at the same time. Remember in that playoffs when the the tech or the Astros went to the World Series, lost to the Braves. 
that year, Jake had kind of taken over center field. Right. And he had started to show some promise. Remember, you wanted to get his jersey. And he yeah. was, you were a Jake one. guy. Then he crashed into that. I, I greatly, but that's the I last greatly time, appreciate That's the Jake. last time it was I just like, don't know what That's what seeing. I was referencing earlier. Was that time that's period? 20, is that 2000? Was is that 21? Two years ago, yeah. At least three, two, three I years just, ago. I like that is like that that has me bad. I just don't believe Joe Espada sat there and watched them and thought we we would I mean he didn't even make the divisional series roster. Yeah. He didn't even make uh the the ALCS roster. Yeah. And like we got and we got all the guys that did make it and played. And we're gonna choose to go elsewhere. It, it, Ronnie, it's just it's, it, it, it's got to be an organization. Move. Yeah, it screams Dana organization. All right, we believe this, and we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna see what we got in this kid. Now, I, I wonder if you all agree with this. I I don't love it, but I don't think Jake in center field will will hurt the Astros from maintaining where they need to be before the trade deadline. I think they're strong in the starting yeah. pitching, the bullpen, and the rest around the lineup. If Jake is bat ninth, and I mean, I mean, you know, the Astros. Now, if he is just awful in the field, then that, that's a that's a, another place because center field's a pretty important spot in the field. But I, I, I just don't get the sense that he will absolutely. No, I don't blow think that. it. I don't, so I, I think it think is a, a fair a fair thing. I think they would be better if Dubon was starting. Immediately, but I don't think it that it would uh it would blow blow their chances. All right. Coming up, we gotta address this right here, man. We gotta we gotta address. We found uh <laughs> what is this, Tyler? This personality prep? This it is uh AI generated AI. personality profile. Yeah, they, they they profiled us. They profiled Clint and they profiled myself. Do you still have yours, Tyler? No, it's at my house. I love it. Do you remember your three words? I'm looking at this, no. and I I feel like I have an additional nickname. <laughs> I love this. God, I got to start getting paper again. Hold on, Joe. I love it, baby. I love it. Oh, man. That much more coming up on The Drive. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. As I see back, our guys are uh, getting ready. 7 to 10, Area 45. Make sure you're listening every night. Ojani and PC getting ready to rock and roll. Yeah, Bajani and Creighton. Ron Hewley. Um, that guy. You know, I did. I did. I did get a uh, little birdie told me uh, they had some fun with us yesterday. And I, and I, <laughs> and I like to say I love the fun. And I like to say, Patrick Hill, you ain't got to hold back, baby. Let me know. Tell us what you got. I Patrick Patrick said, yeah, he said, I got I got all I got dirt. I've been talking to people <laughs> who knows Ron. Ron Hewley. Show. I got been talking to people. Hell, I want you. Hell, you come on. I want to hear it. I want to know. I want to know too. the dirt. I want to know. I'd love to hear some good dirt I on would Ronald. Too. Hell yeah. Shoot. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. You Hold on to your nipples. Let's let in there and start talking to Courtney or Teresa or something. You found out something. I mean, I got some. I, I mean, you I got I, some skeletons, don't you? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've unveiled a lot of them. <laughs> Told you yesterday, I sharded in the. Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, in the press box in the third <laughs> inning of a baseball game, which oh, I had to take my draws that off. That old Royals game, huh? Well, Shortville happened to me. 
Told you I don't know how to ride a bike. Hell, I videoed it. <laughs> Let you see. See me. Guys, last time I tried, shoestrings got caught up in the um, in the chain. Yeah, oh, man. Sprocket. Dangerous. No. When was that? That had to be recently because you, a couple, I mean. A couple weeks ago. You've been practicing on your free time? I went around there, man, just kind of rolled through. Got shoestrings got caught up in that chain, man. How, how'd that go down? I mean, did you fall over? Like, you know, because trying to gain balance. Well, the, the bad thing is 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 when you I just when, when that happens down. and you go to put your foot down, your foot don't hit the ground. I just had so the, other the other one down. I had the other one down. You got to oh, be a quick no, so. thinker. I said, oh, all right, that's it. <laughs> Not this not today. Not this time. Boy, that that back in the day, man. Y'all remember riding bikes? In, I'm a little older than y'all, so maybe y'all don't remember this. The, I can tell you right now, no. The claw. Well, yeah, that's a good point. I used to ride bikes with your wife. I did. We grew up in the same neighborhood. You know this. You didn't live in Pinehurst. Yes, I sure as hell did, right down the road from your wife. Did you really? Yeah, Pinehurst Drive. Yes, I'll ask her, say, I'll ask her about that tonight. Man, I used to ride bikes with your wife. I I did when we were 10 years old. I'm, I'm going to ask her about that. See yeah. If, see if you may have got a little handsy or something. No. You're checking out her ass. No. Y- y'all, remember, y'all remember when you when you the, said the, the claw? Uh, the, the pedals were, oh, that were no. called the claw? I was walking by then. It was a, it was really a terrible invention if, if you think about it. But as kids, you know, you got to have them, and it's you just got it because you think of it in terms of your like your shoes are going to grip the pedal better, so you can pedal harder and faster, do all these different things. In reality, like my adult mind, I think back, and, and the claw was a terrible idea because the the pedal, when when your foot slips off the pedal and it's on it's behind the pedal, it is a straight shin grind. I mean, it's awful. That's why. That's why, man. I just, I'm good. On and, the bike, and when man. you put the claw on it, the claw pedals on there, it, it it doesn't just scrape. Now it digs into your shin. It well, they were they look good, and they were better grip. But boy, when that foot came off that damn off that pedal, it would yeah. meat grind your shin, man. But I mean, also if you're like getting in a in a bike accident, if you're like about to just you know it, eat man. dirt, you, you need to be able to bail out of there. Those it's claw just, ones would would gra- would grab at you. Just walk. No man, get you a damn bike. I'm, I'm gonna walk, get you man. a nice bike. What was your no. bike? What, what what was your no. bike growing up, Tyler? I had a mongoose. I had a, I had a green mongoose that was that was. I had a I had a diamond back that was solid black. Ooh. And then my favorite one, I saved all my money up, mowed a bunch of yards, saved all my money up, spent four hundred dollars on this bike. Damn. It was an elf. Damn. I haven't heard of that one. It was clean, boy. They were super light racing bikes. Huh? Back in the day, they were racing bikes, mm-hmm. and they were clean. It was clean, boy. Nice looking up, boy. Somebody texted and said, those suckers were made out of spare bear traps. Those claws? <laughs> yeah. I believe it. In my leg, and it treated my leg like a bear because it was <laughs> it was awful, man. Somebody said, tore them damn shins up. Oh, but, man. I mean, it was it was something. I was like, why did I? And, and as a kid, you just get up and go again, and you think, well, hell, I fell. But as an adult, you're like, why did you set yourself up like that? Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. All right. We uh we had Tyler's um yesterday. We read Tyler's personality um uh, analysis that was done on him, and um uh, from the text line, Ron had a pink bike. Your mama and I just didn't have one. You're um, not listening, dude. He didn't ride one because he didn't know how. He didn't yeah. have a bike. Is Idiot. that why you didn't ride though? You embarrassed because it was pink? No. He did have a car with a I bike ran, rack. Though. I ran into a parked car. And Byron's Ford Called Road. Called it quits, huh? It's an 81 ran, Honda. And I was done. That was it. <laughs> yeah, great joke, Texter. 
Anyhow, um, Tyler's I didn't believe. They said Tyler was uh, Tyler's was bad. Yeah, said he was uh, risk averse. Basically, called Tyler uh, Alex Smith a quarterback. <laughs> uh, uh, I like, like to play it safe, man. Uh, I, no, no, nah, man, that ain't you. That, that, that's that's not you. Not a, not not the Tyler I know. Damn, Tyler. They have these three just uh, words or sayings that would describe one. Three descriptive terms for each person that they're what, what's, what's your three? Achievement-oriented, assertive, friendly but fast. <laughs> and I think they are all spot on. You're damn sure achievement-oriented. <laughs> what is it? What's the, what, what's the rating? <laughs> what do we do? What do we do here? Mine is, uh, I mean, you'd be shocked by this one, folks. Leading off... <laughs> So spot on. Self-confident. Leading right on. Hey. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean. The showman. I guess you get me on a bike, I'm not. But self-confident mm-hmm. anywhere else. Boy, you can't tell me nothing. Um, decisive. I don't know if Courtney would agree with that. But I think in, in, in some spaces, I, I can be decisive. And basically, it says vision oriented or orinated, or or whatever the hell I'm I think it's oriented. Say. Oriented. But I but I want to move it to visionary. That's what I am right there. A visionary. Oh, so you're gonna change? You're gonna change the visionary. Their, their... The visionary, right there. There he is, right there. Ron, the visionary. They said it right there. Oh, that's that's the nickname you were thinking of. The visionary is in the building. Game changingness. That has zero chance to stick. The visionary, or oriented, or oriented, or whatever. That's it. Or oriented oriented orientated or whatever i said <laughs> fresh fresh the visionary right here baby i, like I love it. it i love it now listen i mean i'm not gonna lie that's true i'm certainly the visionary of this show every day through my eyes through my brain what we come through i am the visionary i like this thing this hey is- what does it say comes naturally to you <laughs> it comes naturally to me uh they're decision making <laughs> Uh, his decision making speed is somewhere in the middle. Okay. All right. <laughs> what I like does that even mean? I like to think about it a little bit. Uh, he could take risks only after he has analyzed the advantages and disadvantages. <laughs> no, I, would, that's I, true. I would agree with <laughs> that. That's something everyone should do, though. I would agree with that. That's one. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, I guess so. No, I didn't with that Shaq chicken sandwich. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no, you, yeah, you did. The disadvantage was you either had to lie to, to Red or come clean. The advantage was, that car, boy, man. that sunbuck was going to taste kicked, so good. I kicked the pickles off. <laughs> Courtney said, no, you're definitely decisive. I think you're very decisive. I think it's fair. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I, think, I, think yours, I think yours are all spot on as I well. I think they are. I, I do. I, I am. I will take a risk, but I but I will sit and, and look at that risk. You'll take a risk if and only if it, it is a it, beneficial. It, it's it, there is a big advantage <laughs> if it's beneficial, no doubt. What's your What's yours come naturally? I gotta believe yours is spot on. Can make decisions quickly if if develop trust. Wait wait a minute. They can make decisions quickly if they develop trust in you and conviction in the product. Yeah, I think it's fair. Nope. Yep. I I agree with that. Coors Light. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, if necessary, they will be ready to take risks. I, I agree with that. I agree with now, that. Yeah, necessity is key. 
You didn't. You didn't. You weren't checked down. You go down. You go. Well, up. I wish I'd have been more checked down. <laughs> if I was checked down, Charlie, <laughs> hell, I may still be in the. In the I may he was still there, be third string. He for somebody. was out there in the middle lanes, man. He didn't know my schedule. <laughs> the hell rip, with that baby. risk. That first uh, pick, hell no. Two, no, three. I got it this Give me time. One more. I got one more. Uh, it. <laughs> this is the one. What do they say? Tid cup, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. What, what does it say now? To convince Ronald. And what the full name, huh? To convince Ronald, belief in the product plays an important role, followed by objective proof and testimonies. He may hesitate slightly, but if they are not convinced, they will say so. That Armin Williams agrees with that. And all <laughs> that. Oh, my. Parker, oh. you did. Parker. Parker said to me when he read this, he "Hold said, on, show. Even if he's not, if he's not convinced. He will still, he will <laughs> sure say so. Facts. Uh, this AI thing isn't bad. Too bad after all. I think it t- completely missed on Tyler, which you know, in some degree, it's, Tyler's probably tough to. I'm a man of mystery. Tough to track down. Yeah, tough to track down. I like to keep everybody on their toes. You don't know what I'm gonna do. You know? <laughs> That's the damn truth. Oh, God. Courtney Texas said, you're definitely decisive. May not be a good decision, but you're damn sure going to pull the trigger. Uh, oh, this man. is great. Yeah, this is good. Oh, man. That's good, man. We got to do it. What, what's yours to convince to convince Clinton? To convince? They, they just had Clinton on here. They didn't, they didn't go yeah, full no. name. They didn't go full. Relationship and product conviction matter equally, followed by a sense of achievement. Like that sense of achievement. Yes, <laughs> if they are if they are not convinced, they will say no, though in a friendly way. Lie, damn! I gotta praise what? them more. Lie. Bro. What's the lie? Lie. They will say no, <laughs> and then when it follows it up to a friendly way. Congratulations to Bridget who has just gotten uh, engaged, but I don't think she would agree with the in a friendly way. Well, Tyler I- Milner <laughs> has a. Has standing in her spot, or not? <laughs> yes, I'm just saying the both of you may not agree with the fine, the, the dismount of that one in a friendly way that he well, will tell them. We're no. closer than we're closer than than uh, sales. Much closer sales to Tyler. World. That's the only one. That piece right there. You will, but you will let you will because to me, if I don't, I'm in a sales environment. I'll say no in a friendly way. No, I ain't got that in me. I don't necessarily like, have got, to rip your head off like, and mess in your neck. Because Clint's, Clint's lead is, what are we doing here? <laughs> that, uh, what are we, he does say that. I, that I, exact I, line comes uh, out are, a lot. What are we doing here? I may, is this, I, may like, is this, used, I may have used that one last night. Is this, <laughs> is this the pit? Which you might as well say, all right, jackasses, what the hell are we doing here? Oh, it's coming. I mean, is this is this I mean, is this the best we can do here? In all in all seriousness, I just need a better understanding. That's all that means. Like I just don't quite understand it myself. You should you should have heard a conversation I had last night, Ron. I'll never forget, man. I was just a little promo team member. This man embarrassed me in front of a whole room of people. I I did. Yeah. I mean, like, what did I say? You you jumped on my ass for something that wasn't my fault. What what did I talk about it? I need a refresher. We're past it. You were doing a, a film study. What were we calling it? Uh. Yeah, we were calling it Stern Talk. Yeah, we were doing a Stern Talk. Great event we were doing. I get my big shot. Hey, Promo Tyler, get in here, run these highlights. I never for called you Promo Tyler. No, 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 you didn't. Okay, but you oh, did God jump on my ass right. because there was a particular piece of film missing, and you knew I missed it, and it was my fault. <laughs> Once again, shout out to Armin. But uh, 
We're past it. We're be- we're buds now. Oh man, yeah. Technical, I, I technical am difficulty. The, I'm the nicer knower here. I'm the nicer. <laughs> got a condescending, but I'm the nicer <laughs> one. Got to Coming up, five o'clock fire. Um, interesting what the line is with the Super Bowl. We'll discuss that and uh, the latest hire. Is this a good move in the NFL for Washington? We'll discuss that coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 